everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Dude, that That is my favorite phrase. I say that to Laura, like, I don't know, every week. Yeah. Anytime someone's, like, pessimistic and, like, I can't do it, I'm like, well, whether you yeah. say you can or you can't, it's right. Yeah. Um, but I am drinking your Killing Me Smalls Session Ale under advisory from you. I actually got uh two beers hmm. from uh this guy alex uh alex b i don't want to mm-hmm. say his name because yeah, maybe everyone will arrive to his house and ask sure. for beer but he sent us like really cool goose island special edition beers uh, but you said i would be like wasted <laughs> well <laughs> well yeah so he sent bourbon county uh he sent a stout and i think a golden ale was the other one or like it's probably like a barley wine that was barley wine uh yeah they're like upwards of like 15 or 16 percent in alcohol and they're delicious and excellent but i would recommend that you share that with at least one other person and just be prepared that you will probably get pretty toasty so i i cut out the label of the box i remembered ah to to like give attribution and then in the box was another box that was also really cool and i was like what is this and so I cut out the label of that one, <laughs> and it's uh, apparently shoes, uh, and they're, the brand is called Thursday, Yeah, and they're handcrafted in small batches, and I was like, interesting. I looked up online. This dude, Alex, buys classy shoes. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, we're not getting paid to say it, but um, they're, they look really nice. Cool. I would wear them. Just saying. Nice. What are you uh, drinking, dude? Oh, I'm drinking um, Thick Mango Goo. From Not at Root Brewing Company up here, uh, the next town up in Nederland, Colorado, mm. and it is a uh, it is a smoothie style Berliner Weiss with mango smoothie style. I, w- yes. I would love that. It tastes like mango juice. It's delicious. You can't beat it. Anyway, mm. enough about beer. Our catchphrase today comes from Loana Dempsey on Facebook, and it's a quote from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Thank you, Loana, for that. Appreciate it. And let's get into today's topic, why rich people are cheap. I have always wondered this because I do. <laughs> I, mean, I notice it. I mean, I, I mean, look, I'll tell you. The I mean, you have it in here. You have all the show notes, but I have one story mm. and it's from the Warren Buffett documentary on HBO called Becoming Buffett. And there's a whole scene in the beginning of the documentary where he gets an allowance from his wife in change and dollar bills, and he goes to McDonald's, and depending on how much money and change he has on him at that time, it's the it's the English. He either gets like the McMuffin with or without like ham, depending on how much he has on him that he got oh from his God. wife that morning. What the fuck is that? I mean that's ex- that's extreme. He probably owns half of the McDonald's in the world, and yet he's mm. like, "Ooh, I can only get the cheese only McMuffin. <laughs> Can't splurge for the bacon. They're cheap." Okay. All, well, all, all the stereotypes are that rich people are cheap. It's a stereotype, right? Because right? I mean, like, I don't think. Uh, I mean, you look at some of these houses that people have, and they don't seem cheap to me. Right, and they, they spent it. And the, the thing is, um, I actually do think that rich people are cheap and and for good reason okay um but i, I kind of wanted to like uh pull back f- 
first and and um, explain like who these rich people are. Mm-hmm. So there's this really cool uh, survey that Fidelity put out. Uh, it's their um, millionaire outlook survey. I mean, how cool that they like literally have enough millionaires. They just kind of like survey them. They're like, <laughs> what kind of pizza do you like? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what kind of pizza you like. So I think that there's like this impression that rich people like all got their money from dad. Yeah. And uh, it turns out 86% of millionaires are self-made. Okay. So they just kind of did it themselves. Um, and what I think is even more interesting is because, you know, it's really easy to become a millionaire and to be a self-made millionaire. Again, when your dad is a millionaire. Yeah. Or, or your mom. You yeah. Know, or, or, yeah. Your, or your aunt or, you know, whomever. Uh, yeah. Next there are rich aunts. Next of kin. Sure. Yeah. Um, so 78% of these millionaires uh, started out in the middle class or poor. Mm-hmm. Only 22% came from the upper class. So Yeah, I just I just heard uh, what's his face? Uh, Bloomberg. He that all his money is self-made. And if you think about it, uh, you know, and I know like you have some work to do to to get there. Yeah. And you will get there, but you can like kind of reflect that the things that drive you forward are probably more a result of your upbringing and like your younger years. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I'm worried, like, I have kids now and I don't want to like give them a free ride to life because then they won't have this burning desire thing to, inside yeah, them to, to be to, better. Yeah. Like, why do you have, why do you do all this stuff? Cause you kind of have to. Right. You feel that you have to. Yes. I, yeah, I agree. So, but what, so do you think that the correlation, that self-made millionaires tend to be more on the frugal side of things rather than people who were gifted that money or like, you know, like I would argue Trump was gifted that money and Mm. he is not a cheap person, although he does like fast food. Yeah. But he uh, still has a gold fucking toilet though. You know, like, you know, so I don't, I don't consider him to prove something there. Yeah. Who has a gold toilet? I can't even imagine that's comfortable. Can you imagine how cold that gets? Yeah. Can you have a heated gold toilet? Would that just and he, and he has a gold purpose? toilet in New York? Have you been in a New York winter? That's gotta be like the coldest toilet you've ever sat on. You know, it's you know, it'd be hilarious if it, if he had a gold toilet, but then he had to buy one of those like padded seats. So like the whole toilet's gold, but then the <laughs> seats just like this beige padded, like the one your grandma had. <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah. And you sit down and it goes whoosh. Yeah, that's the, the best. Oh, it's the best. So also interestingly, the average self-made millionaire. Uh, it took them 32 years to do it on average. And to that, get that to just a million. To do, just do, a million. A net worth of a million. And that in, that includes all these like tech, you know, yeah. you know, like the guy who started Snapchat. I don't know. What is he like 13 or something? He's like super <laughs> yeah, he's, young. He's super young. Yeah. Because uh, if you look at it broadly, less than 1% of these millionaires were able to do it before the age of 40. And Interesting. So, I think like when you think of millionaires and your perception of rich people, and I, you yeah. know, a million, you know, is arguably rich. You could say yes. it here yes, or it there. Is. I mean, yes. it is certainly a lot of money. Um, it didn't fall on their lap. It wasn't, you know, it didn't come quickly. Uh, and I think that kind of explains a lot of, you know, how they act. That's okay. That's interesting. And I and I guess if you if we're considering uh, millionaires. As rich people, because I do believe like, yes, that is. I mean, I think we're just using the term rich people as like, you know, 
<laughs> we're trying to get <laughs> trying to get clicks here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're you're right. Like that's I mean, it's interesting to imagine, and it also makes it very realistic to imagine that most people, if you want a million dollars, it takes about 30 years. And and if because it takes 30 years, like at probably, least 30 years. Right. So that means you probably won't have until you're after 40. Until you're you've reached the age, I mean, if, so it's going to take you about thirty years. You're going to have to have done it yourself, uh-huh. and you're going to have come from the middle class or poor, so you really didn't have like some ridiculous advantage. So it just turns, it just goes to show you that there is no quick ways to get rich. There are, there are, there are, uh, but I mean, like the majority of people who are millionaires did not get rich that way. Yeah, dude, the majority of millionaires did it the old-fashioned way, which is also the new-fashioned way: hard work consistent saving and investing in the long term nothing rich slowly yes and so um i have all the reasons why rich people are cheap and these are like uh you know what i think are good reasons maybe to adapt into your personality if you aspire to be a rich person because um you know Cheap is this negative term, and you don't yeah. have to be to the extreme. Because they're because I, I will admit that like cheap people are freaking like cheap people that you know have the means mm. is very annoying. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's annoying quality, especially when you go to the like you know you go to like dinner with somebody and it's just like penny penny pinching all these little tiny things. I'm like, dude, okay, put down an extra dollar. Who cares? Oh my god! Like, okay, I, I, yeah, maybe, but I would say that perhaps somebody who's a millionaire knows more than maybe almost anyone the value of that dollar and how hard it was to earn and save and grow, and so yeah, I get it. I, I don't like it, but I get it. But it's just like there's a time and a place to be cheap and frugal, mm. and I respect that because I, I, you know, aspire. In, in some areas to be like that. And then there's some times where I'm like, yo, just just be cool today. Just, mm. you know, just be not you know, generous today, I, okay? I would like to believe that I do not come across You don't. As you these. absolutely don't. Because I, I resonate with all of the points. Um, and I... And, as you go through, I mean, if and you know me, and and if anyone has listened to the show, whatever, like, oh my god, like I'm totally. I mean, the shirt, it's an old navy shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, and well, not because. Well, remember I, we were doing that series, better know a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and I like that series. Yeah, I did too. Except we had one guy, <laughs> so like <laughs> who we, ruined it for everyone. Who ruined it for everybody? But the the goal was in that series that we did, and you can go back and listen to these episodes. Um was to kind of find the 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 traits the the things that all millionaires common the common themes yeah right and so we asked the, the goal was to ask the same questions to all the millionaires to kind of get this like pick, big picture of like what it is like to be a millionaire and we weren't looking at like really really rich people like we weren't looking at like multimillionaires like you know people who had just hit a million or some people mm. who had 5 million or some people who were in the hundreds of millions mm. and 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 the goal is to find the common theme. And one of the ones that stuck out to me was the car. The mm. car was the big theme. Was it like everyone had a used car paid in cash? You know, they, it wasn't flashy. It was just like a, a common car. 
you know, it might have been a nicer car, like something that um, was of high value. So it could be like a BMW, a Volvo or something like that, but used like like many, many years old and paid in cash, except because that's a good deal. Right. Except for the one that everyone Except hated. Except for one guy who drove like the most fanciest, ridiculous car. Was it like it's a just, phantom? It's a phantom, or yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 they got so much shit. Because I was like, the, the goal was like, look, there are millionaires who treat their money this way. And who we, the point it. was we wanted to bring on essentially an asshole millionaire. Yes. But he was so over delivering in that regard. Yeah. Nice guy. Mm. But. Look, you know, let's take let's take a break. Okay, so we could just get into it because I, I think there's a lot All of right. good here. All right, let's do that. Uh, after the break, we'll explain why rich people are cheap and how you can adopt those simple habits to become a millionaire yourself. We'll be right back. Pour in a beer, drink mm. a beer. So reasons rich people are cheap. Mm. Number one, they didn't get rich by blowing their money. The right. easiest way to not collect a million dollars is to not collect a million dollars. Yeah, it's to spend a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. You have to, like, it's kind of like, once you get it, you got to keep it. And you yeah. have to add to the to the coffers because then if you're getting it, but then there's a leak in the bucket, well, then you're, it's going to take you forever to fill that pail. There, there's this girl that I know, and she, she comes to parties that, that we go to. Uh-huh. And um, she she's always having like public, you know, whatever money issues. Oh my god, running out of money, blah blah blah. Yeah. But she's always like name dropping these like clothes that she wears, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even remember the name, but it was like some like name sweater. First of all, I don't even I don't think I own a single sweater. Um, okay. and I okay. looked it up, and it was like a hundred and thirty some odd dollars for a sweater. Yeah. You know, I I mean I hope it was all wool, and that's cheap. Yeah, well, you know, well, it's a normal sheep. So, so I think the problem comes when you have multiple of that, right? So, like for example, you and I wear old navy clothes because we don't care about fashion. It's just mm. not our thing. I'm not into it. But that's the question: What is blowing your money? What is it? Because I believe it's different for every type of person, right? I would say that I would argue that some people who really like shoes or really like sweaters, they don't consider that blowing their money, but buying a new fucking laptop every year like we do is mm. blowing your money. Business expense. I know, but, I know, but still. Yeah, I, so I think Or that, just buying a new freaking iPhone every year. That yeah. to me. So I I I said this 2 days ago and you mm. may not agree with me in in this point. I'm done buying new iPhones. Mm. I don't use any of the features. I don't use the fucking cameras. I don't use like the apps are all the I, same. Matt, I own a lot of their stock. I really just need you to toe the line and buy more. <laughs> just iPhones. buy more iPhones. Yeah. I'm going to get the cheapest iPhone and I'm going to buy it outright and I'm going to stop this monthly stuff because Look, only as long because as I don't spend at least ten thousand a year on Apple products. We could still be friends. Well, I mean, business wise, sure. I mean, we'll. Get a new iPad every year. Get a new laptop. Like, then but, now but, we're talking, right? But some people consider that blowing money, and they would be right, depending mm-hmm. on what it's used for. I love experiences. I feel like when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to remember the shoes that I bought or the stupid whatever or how Watch. many iPhones I had. But I'll be able to reminisce that time that I don't know. I did that stupid thing in that stupid place. And so, <laughs> yeah, you really value it, don't you? Yeah, really yeah. stupid things. <laughs> you know, like the, the stories that are funny that make you like cry. Sure. 
And uh, but you can you know, do so that without spending money. You can have ex- those experiences exactly. without spending money. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm not that person. So I got for, kicked out of a rooftop bar in the city for being yeah. too wasted, that, and that cost me almost nothing. And I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> because other people remind me. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> we like, can't take Andrew anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. I am not that person, right? Mm. Like experiences, like, again, some people would argue that, like, oh, that's not blowing your money. To me, that is blowing your money. I, I, don't, I don't like it. But to each their own, right? To each you their own. You enjoy beer. And so you could have your thing, but you can't have, like, all the things. No, and that's why I go back to, like, Ramit, when Ramit was on the show, he talked about money dials. And I love that idea. Is like you can you can dial up one thing as long as you turn down other things, right? Other things mm-hmm. that are not as valuable to you. If you have all the knobs turned up, you're it's gonna sound like shit, right? Yeah. So and you're just gonna be blowing money if you're just like, oh, I'd like, you know, I wanna I want the best of this and the best of that, and I'm gonna buy them over and over and over again. And you are just there is a point at which you're just wasting and blowing money. And I mm-hmm. think it's again different for each type of person. And it depends on what your passions and, and hobbies are and all that stuff. But you're right. I mean, in the, in the general scheme of things, rich people don't get rich by blowing money. Hmm. And I am definitely guilty of that. I was definitely that person who blew money. And since you, you know, calmed your tits, you have <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, collected I've, uh, wealth. Yes. I've calmed it. It's not... I don't, I'm not frugal by any means. Mm. I'm not a minimalist. I am not, I am none of those things. I, I get what I want when I want it. And, and we'll get to that because I okay. think there's a reason for that. Okay. Um, so, so the next reason is that every dollar counts. And I think uh, like when it comes to your expenses, I know that you've taken great pride in 2019. Yeah. Cutting expenses, business, personal, optimizing your mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the optimizing is saving $7 a month. And it's kind of not like, oh, well, why would I save that? Because what am I going to do with $7? It's no, it's the sum of all of the things and yeah. kind of the joy in cutting out useless shit. Yeah, there's a pr- there's a pruning that is fun if you if you look at it that way and it's and don't look at it, I don't count the money I save, right? That's not that's not the point. The point is the cut because I'm getting a good deal. Like we just did this whole thing with um, the house. Like, so my whole family got together and we're like, okay, who's going to buy Hulu? Who's going to buy HBO go? Who's going to mm. buy Disney plus? Who's going to buy whatever Netflix well, I pay twice. Why well, pay twice? Let's all my share. dad bought Disney plus gave it to my sister, gave it to me. Yeah. And it's just, and then we use Apple TV. We don't pay for cable. We don't need mm. it. We, and then when we like, you know, if, if it's football season, we pay for, HBO or Hulu TV or whatever, and then when it's not, we don't pay for it. You know? Did it, did you read forward in the notes? I'm just curious. No. Is that part so, of it that I, that I jump well, ahead? No, no, no. So because I want to ask you. Mm. Well, now you're reading forward. I looked like no. I'm. The, I, won't, I won't look. <laughs> um. Do you know the uh the people like how much money they earn that, that the people who use the most coupons? So people who coupon, how much money do, they earn? Yeah. The the biggest couponers. Um, I so forty grand a year. So the people who earn the most coupons, they or earn a hundred thousand. The people who use the most coupons. Yeah, I mean, if you cut them, that doesn't count. Sure, they earn a hundred thousand dollars a year or more. In fact, if you earn a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, you are twice as likely to use coupons as someone who earns thirty five thousand dollars a year. Really. 
And if you have a college education, you're twice as likely to use coupons than if you did not graduate high school. That's why I don't use coupons because I don't have a college education. Because <laughs> you didn't graduate high school? I didn't graduate high school. I didn't graduate college. I hate coupons. We go to CVS. We get our, our kite of whatever. Laura rips it. She puts it in. Uh, the hell's she, a kite? You, you have never seen those receipts from uh, CVS. They're like, you know, a mile long oh, coupons. Yeah. Like. Save a dollar, six dollars. Like she puts it in her bag. We go to CVS, you know, whatever. Dude, I don't have patience for that. I get it. I get it. Look, okay, let me give you to another way. You're going to go buy something online. Tell me you don't do product name coupon code. No, just I, immediately. Dude, oh, I, use, I, I use, always do wait, that. Wait, hold on. I use honey. Oh, okay. All right. Honey honey is good. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it's a Chrome extension for people who don't know. Yeah. And it kind of like finds you automatic deals. Yes. It's basically... The business model of listen money matters in your browser. Yeah. It's it's I, I highly recommend it. Like I was on I bought new shoes because my shoes literally fell apart on me while I was back in Jersey. Because again, don't really care about shoes. Went on Zappos, bought literally the exact same pair I was wearing at the time, because I have no patience in shopping. And went on and then like honey popped up. It was like, and it just cycled through all the different coupon codes, found one, boom, saved mm-hmm. money. Cause I think the thing is, it's not like if you're going to buy something, you're just going to buy it. And if you have money, whatever, like mm-hmm. we, you came to New Jersey, uh, whenever you come to Jersey, I always pay for things because like you come to Jersey, you come to me like that's yeah, already a, well, yeah, above and beyond the call. It's a two hour like, drive from it's even the least I could do. Sure. I, I don't feel like I, I don't care about your time driving. I just, you know, I feel like, yeah. I don't. I don't think of the board mad in the car. Oh, okay, right. but the the point being, you know, we go, we grab a lunch. Yeah, you decided to get two lunches. I had one lunch. You oh, got yeah. two. <laughs> well, I thought I was paying. I got a salad and a sandwich. Yes, I was like, who is this guy? But you know what? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if if I'm gonna buy something that is thirty dollars, and I know. I can get it for twenty five. I'm gonna always get it for twenty five. Why would I pay thirty, even if I can afford it? No reason. I would pay thirty for convenience. I think that's where we differ. Mm. I do that sometimes. If I had to go out of my way, like if I had to do a a a, a rebate thing where I had to send something in the mail, no, I literally don't have time to sit there and. I feel like most of those are bullshit, anyways. Yeah. So like they'll give you your money back, which is not even that much, in like six months after they process your letter, like. Yeah. But what I, what I found fascinating is uh one in 3 people with a net worth of over 5 million dollars shop at Walmart. And 50% of people with a net worth over 5 million shop at Costco, and 25 at tar- 25% of these people shop at Target. And these are like renowned places yeah. for getting wicked deals. Walmart obviously being the pinnacle. Yeah. And you have 5 million dollars. I wonder why Amazon wasn't a part of that. You know, truth be told, I don't think Amazon is that great of a deal in most cases. I think Amazon is often a convenience play mm. because uh, you can get things cheaper directly from the person because they charge. You're not going to buy it if it's not prime. And you know right. they charge sellers the fees for whatever. They just pass it on to us. I am I am of the 25% that shops at Target. I used to work at Target. I love Target. Same. I my clothes are from Target, also Old Navy, but but Target also. I use one credit card, the Amazon credit card, because mm. we do use Amazon a lot. 
but there is one other credit card we have, and it's the Target card because oh. you get five percent cash back on everything you buy at Target. So you're a Target person, and and that's kind of like and and that's where we get our diapers and our formula because mm. it's a little cheaper, and we get five percent back. I'm surprised you don't get your diapers and stuff from Amazon. It's cheaper from Target. And really, we get them delivered to our house same day. Oh, you mean Target online? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But, so Target is the same thing as like Postmates and all this stuff where like a, like you're like oh somebody goes bring it to, to me in two hours oh wow you schedule your yeah that's pretty cool I didn't know that interesting okay so every I dollar think there's counts. There's a lot to say about people like with money going to places that are about saving money. Costco, like I love Frank's Red Hot. Let me get a pallet of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> Wait, where do you get all your beef jerky from? Is that online or is that from like Oh man, I wish I, I wish I had the name of the place because I have the best beef jerky like ever. You definitely buy your beef jerky in bulk. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> the the last time I bought beef jerky, which is probably close to six months ago at this point. Yeah. Uh there was a deal they had. I bought two hundred and fifty dollars in beef jerky. Have you, like, have you checked your <laughs> I got this huge box. It was so heavy. I was gonna say, have you checked your cholesterol? That's so much red meat. You're just Dude, like... <laughs> I had carried up two flights of stairs. That was a huge box filled with dried meat. Yeah. It was just well, so so uh, kind of going on this a little bit, and um I, like I wonder if I need to look at that a little bit more personally. Mm. You know, like I am, I'm not frugal, um, but I just don't buy things if I don't absolutely need them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just kind of like, I'd opt out to buy nothing rather than buying something, right? So I don't know. Huh? I'll have the clencher for you at the end. Okay. Because I think it'll it'll all come together. Because I would, I would, I would, I would work on something like that. Because I do like (laughs) the idea of cutting expenses. Like, that is appealing to me. And if I can cut expenses... In some other thing in my life that like I haven't been doing, but maybe there's an easy way to do it. Uh, you know, like downloading Honey was very easy, and I'm like, oh, I saved a little bit of money here and there. And I'm, it's like I don't even. You always tell me you want to like get this like awesome house, like this compound, you know, of, like massive whatever. Yeah, you know, you could earn more money, and you're always trying to do that, mm-hmm. and you know it's hard. Mm-hmm. Also, you could just spend less, you know, or you just use those coupons yeah or or you know like in my case i would love to get a deal on a house and then use some of my uh influence hmm. no my um do you have influence no not, not, it, that's, not, that's actually not what i meant i meant not influence uh what's the word it's the opposite of influence when people I, friends actively do the opposite of what <laughs> yeah I, I right like when i say buy this lipstick don't buy that lipstick uh <laughs> i like i have friends in uh, those fields, you know, like mm. housing, building and housing development and housing, interior decorating and design. Like I have uh, friends and family members who do those things and I've never had to turn to them for anything. And I'm like, well, if I bought a house that was like a little bit on the cheaper side and I got a killer deal, then I could use that to build value into a home, even though those are things I don't do personally. Mm. Nor do like I the want reciprocity one. rule. Your friends and family want nothing more than to hook you up with their skills, yeah. and stuff. Um, but I think one of the reasons that you you go uh, hard and fast with your money is a person's spending habits are highly dependent on how quickly and easily they earn that money. So if you earned twenty thousand dollars a year, 
spending $5 will be like trying to get a pearl out of a clam that's alive. It'll be like impossible. Oyster, Oyster fine. <laughs> clam, clam, like a mussel. Yeah. A nice uh, like trying a, a to nice, get an oyster out of a crab. <laughs> <laughs> Literally impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> So that makes a lot. So you're you're. Are you saying that like I'm a person who earns, who earns quickly I think and easily? You have um, you you came from very nothing. humble beginnings, mm-hmm. making essentially nothing, and I think that that is also why you are so driven. Mm-hmm. But then I, but I think in a short period of time, yeah, you are able to become massively successful, which yeah. has colored your spending habits. I'm it looking came quickly and easily, and so you kind of spend quickly and easily. Uh, so I would argue the I would argue the opposite. I would say that one of the reasons I came from humble, I, I've so so like just to give you context, like you know I've had a job since I was 13, so I've been working mm-hmm. ever since. But, 15 for me, or yeah. sorry, 16. But. but when I got that job, I had money, and it came fast and easy for me, and so I fucking spent that money mm. like I'm instantly. And I did that all the way up until I was like 25. And then I decided to start my own business and I forced myself to become like frugal and like cut my expenses like super hard. And then once I got back to the same place I was when I was 13, I just started spending that money again. And then I had to recut back, you know, so it's like it's in me to spend. Mm-hmm. And I have to rein that that ur- those urges in. It's like that it's beast. in me to eat two lunches. I have to rein that in. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, you ordered a salad. I was like, oh wow, I start. I'm feeling guilty, and then you ordered the Philly cheesesteak <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. that's it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I was gonna say that you know, without reading ahead, I was gonna say that when people you know win money in the lottery, they end so up going bankrupt. That. No, I didn't. I just know that for <laughs> yeah. a fact. Like. And that makes so much sense to me. And then I also knew about like, again, read, not reading ahead, but knew about like football players, basketball players, <laughs> like, baseball as players. As you say, not like, reading ahead, I see your eyes glance. Well, because I read it ahead, but I was already thinking like, yeah, like when when you are in college and you're playing a sport and then a company's like, here's multi-millions of dollars. You're like, you go from zero to 60 and yeah, you're balling. Dude, I was, I was just watching... Um, well, I, I don't know if this is the same thing, but I was watching a Mr. Beast video where he, he had a he was giving away a million dollars. I also saw it. You saw that, and then like, and then the, he made the guy spend it in like twenty four hours. Yeah, and I can't. And like he, <sighs> I was watching it going like that poor guy. I yeah, he bought two cars. Yeah, he bought iPhones for like him and like eight other people. Yeah. Oh God! You need to invest that. I know. I think. I but, think. I didn't watch. Uh, Graham. Graham. Stefan had a video, mm, like reacting I, to it. Yeah, or... I didn't see that. I should watch it. But I bet mm. you he had the same reaction we did, which is like, oh, why would you do that? Unless it's unless it's like a Brewster's Million situation, then like mm. by all means, because you spend a million, you get thirty million in the end. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, or was the, it thirty? Spend thirty million and get a hundred million. I don't know. Whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. Love that but, uh, 
So, so to kind of like fill, fill that out, the National Endowment for Financial Education found that up to 70% of people who receive a large amount of money up front blow it within a few years. And so obviously lottery winners, they're, they're like the most prolific, you know, losing of money. Mm-hmm. 78% of former NFL players have gone bankrupt or are under financial stress after they've been retired for only two years. And 60% of NFL players file for bankruptcy five years after retirement. Like, how sad. These guys well, earn yeah, insane one was N- amounts of money. Yes, 78% of former NFL players and 60% of NBA players. It's, you know, well, I was, just, what was the, there was an, wasn't there just like a thing in the news? Again, not a sports person, but same. There was a thing in the news about uh, like these football, like retired football players who were like gaming the healthcare system and like, I just knew one of them was an Eagles player, which is why I heard of it. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of, it's fucked up. It makes sense. Because I don't know what I would do, man. (laughs) If I got like five million a year, I'm like, dude, I can't imagine having five million total at the end of my life, you know, whatever, let alone, yeah, five million a year. And you have to, I mean, you don't have to plug it away, but if everyone around you is plugging it into, stupid shit you know yeah it's definitely a concern Mm. money money really like large sums of money really make people crazy like that and it's really and especially when you have no prior like um education in money it's really scary what can happen so this next one Mm -hmm. um i'm obsessed with uh i super resonate with and uh so the majority of millionaires understand that their wealth isn't permanent so they're more likely to save. Mm. And uh, to kind of like drive it home, there's a, a survey of affluent and wealth. It, it's the 2015 survey of affluence and wealth, which analyzed data from the top 10% of earners worldwide. It's the top 10% of people that earn money. And they found that 81% of the respondents were concerned about unquantifiable risk. So these top earners, almost all of them, are literally obsessed with how they're going to lose their money. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of speaks to like, you know, it was uh, so hard, you know, fighting tooth and nail and saving like the $7 here, there, whatever, to build up to save the money. And it's going to be three days of something super dumb to lose it all. And that, that like, that is what keeps me up at night. Not me, but I get it. That's why I have to keep building all these businesses and doing all these things. Well, I mean, money is only one part of like, dude, if you're if you're driving yourself crazy because you saved all this money and you're afraid, like that's sort of the same thinking of like, oh, I collected all these baseball cards and now I'm afraid my house will burn down. It's like because of your fucking baseball cards, that's it, it, it's like, you, no, I, th- I think you have to look at it a different way. You you live uh, an awesome life people wish they could have you get to stay at home you do a thing that you yep. love mm-hmm. yeah on new year's day i know a lot of people are off new year's day but you didn't work for nope. your own reasons not because you got off you gave yourself off yeah and these are all these awesome things that getting access 100 percent access to your own time is the epitome of wealth mm-hmm. and you understand the value of that yes and to lose that like i don't know if i could be as useful to society as i was when i had to you know, mm, now that yeah. I have my time. And so it's not like losing the numbers. It's losing kind of what came with it. Oh, but I always say that I will live in a cardboard box 
before I work for somebody ever again. So, <laughs> I mean, that's I'm, you know, money doesn't money <laughs> money doesn't money created that freedom for me to also have money, but you can have that freedom and be broke. Yes, that so. is true. But I know you won't survive like that, which is why I'll hire you. Yeah, okay, for like thank you. Thirty five thousand a year. I'm not going to work for you because I don't want a boss, <laughs> and I will live in a cardboard box in front of your building. So, and you'll just <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll just call the cops. It's yeah, fine. just throw me down some beef jerky every once in a while. <laughs> uh, so that's I get that, but also it's a little bit. Um, well, that sucks to be you so, as a millionaire it, it, who has to constantly fucking worry now because you have a million. There was another interesting stat mm. that um, so it was uh, one in nine people will uh, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So in the U.S., one in nine people will become uh, a top one percent wealth earner for one year. So they will earn enough income to be in the top one percent of all earners in the U.S. for one year. So that's one in nine people. Eleven percent. So eleven percent of the people listening to the show will do that. Yeah. When it goes to five years. It's a one in forty-nine uh, person chance. Why? And then when it goes to ten years, it's a one in one hundred chance. Wait, wait. Why and does re- it get worse? Why does it when a time extends? It is easy to earn a lot of money once. It is hard to, to keep, keep it consistently earning a lot of money, and and to so keep it. And, so keeping it is one end, and you know, earning it's the other. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is that people that have earned it, you know self-made slogging it out blood sweat and tears um like you know all the compromises that you had to take to get to where you are and Mm -hmm. i'm acutely aware Mm -hmm. um you realize that it's fleeting and so you're you're saving and you're doing these things because you are well aware that something could happen to your business and next year you could earn nothing it is certainly possible i'm more worried about something happening to me Mm. and therefore i won't be get we won't be able to spend that money that I worked so hard to acquire. <laughs> Acquiring money is not, I don't, I'm not. A it's col- not the goal. It is the thing that like frees you up. Yeah. To do. Cause I'm not a collector. I don't mm. collect things. I hate, I mean like, you know, if you see me collecting things, then you know, something's wrong. I have a, I have a problem. The way that I look at it, Matt is not to, you know, first of all, it's kind of like a high score type thing. I think there's like some, something to that but also if it all went away did i earn enough and save a month to be fine for the rest of my life well that's the thing there's a difference between earning a high score which is essentially meaningless and Mm -hmm. earning something that allows you freedom to do other things right where like you know if i earn a high score in donkey kong i get nothing for that besides the fact that i can walk around and not get laid and say but I did get a lot of points in Donkey Kong, you know, like you or perhaps a documentary made about me years later. But that's it. That's nothing. Whereas like money does have value, unlike a lot of other things that people collect. And the, the thing is, is that it's, it's not valuable if it's sitting in an account doing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. It has to be, val- you know, you ha- has to be valuable in some other way. Right. It's, you know, it's for like, sure. Part of it is is security, right? Right. Because I mean, like collecting baseball cards isn't an investment. It's sitting in your fucking closet, mm. and until you sell it, then it's worth something. Same with all yeah. of the shit that we're doing now. It's like nothing is really worth anything until you sell it, mm. except you have cash in the bank. 
but it but it but rental properties are worth things. Well, it gives know, you money. It's, stocks it, earn you money. Yes, you know. and it's peace of mind. That's what you're mm-hmm. really. That's the true value of all of this is peace of right. mind. Right? Is and and so my whole argument is if you're worried, then why I w- I'd rather not have money and be stress free mm. than have money and be fucking stressed out that I'm going to lose it because that feels like that is the opposite of freedom. I don't think that uh, people who have achieved success are solely concerned. Okay. I mean, I, 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 that'd be, they wouldn't be able to operate. I mean, that's what the 81% of them, 81% of them. It's a concern. Yeah. I'd rather not, I'd rather have. The reason I do all this research for all these things that we put on the show is because I spend all this time. All this effort, the gray hairs, the life yeah. compromises, the people are like, hey, I'm going to go out to a party. Andrew, you want to come? Sorry, I can't because I'm, I'm working. Yeah. You know, and it, c- it can't have been for nothing. Yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. And there's a, I, I think there's a middle ground. You know, for I, sure. And, I, and I, I sort of subscribe to that middle ground. I'm not a hardcore sacrificer in the pursuit of money. I'd rather sacrifice a little bit and then in the middle spend that money to have a good life and to earn those experiences you talk about and then that way i live a very much fulfilled life instead of waiting until i'm 40 or 60 to finally enjoy the fruits of my labor i want to enjoy those those fruits while they're still fresh if you know what i mean and you should just not all at once just not all at once and i do believe that's the whole idea of the money dial system which is like if you value it now, have it now. If you don't value it, stop spending money on it. Mm. You know, maybe you don't yeah. need Hulu Plus or whatever the fuck you don't watch. Although for an extra dollar or something, you don't have to watch ads on no. Hulu. Uh, that is like so worth it. It would be my dream to never see a commercial again in my mm. life. <laughs> so. But when you watch football, which I don't, but Steph does, I will see a fucking commercial. Oh, no choice. Yeah, no choice. So. um one of the things uh, that I think is just definitely common across millionaires is they recognize the long-term value of money. Yeah. And I think this kind of plugs into the savings. Yeah. And so. Well, they know it compounds, right? They know that the more they have, the more they make. Exponentially. And so super simple. Mm -hmm. If you save $20 a week on groceries by going to Walmart or cutting out stupid things, whatever, um, it's not a lot, $20 a week, but uh, if you started at zero, say mm-hmm. $20 a week, and invested it at an average of 6.5%, so the average time it takes to be a millionaire is 32 years, mm-hmm. and if you invest it over 32 years, you'd have $107,000. If you do that 10 times, or save $200 a week, which is not a lot of money objectively, mm-hmm. and save it. Over 32 years, you will have over a million dollars. So to be the average millionaire in the study of Fidelity's millionaires, you just need to save $200 a week, invest it in an average stock market, whatever, and do it for 32 years, you'll, and be a you'll just be an uh, average run-of-the-mill millionaire. Right. I mean, and that's a, that's a pretty low bar, I think. I mean, 200 bucks a week, okay. I mean, what you're making, if you're making 5k a month, you know, I mean, I don't, that's, that's a lot of money. It doesn't matter how much you make brown bag, your lunch, 
right? You could save $200 a week doing that. Groceries. And just kind of like optimizing that shit. Mm -hmm. Cutting stupid expenses. Things that you buy. I don't know. Turn your air conditioning off when you're not home. Right. Over the course of the month or whatever. And there's like all these little things. Well, that's think- the thing. Like it's really difficult because it is death by a thousand cuts, right? And you're mm. there's so many there's so many places in your personal life where money leaks, right? And especially mm. in today's culture where, you know, we're in that subscriber culture where everything is a subscription. And it's like, you know, when was the last time you used uh your when was the last time you watched something on Netflix? You know? 10 bucks a, a month might not sound like a lot of money, but again, you add that to something else, to something else, and all these little tiny things that can end up maybe saving you $100 a month. Well, now you have $100 a month, mm. and so therefore, that's that 20 bucks a week thing, right? And if you keep finding more and more things or you start cutting out really big things, it's all about sitting there and deciding like what the value is for yourself. Like, Do I really like this thing? Is this thing worth it? Would I do it again? No sell it or or never buy it again you know like there's just some if things you, you don't if you love starbucks you know get starbucks yeah. but if you could take it or leave it and you cut it out that could be one of your 10 things it that is, you cut 20 dollars out yeah i'll make you a millionaire and it is one of those things that you have to pay attention to and you can make it a fun game and it really takes creative thinking it takes like you know uh Whoa, what, you know, and I I do this a lot in homebrewing where I, I look at my process and I go, what can I do next week in my process to make either the time go faster or the savings in grain or hops that I'm using? Like, what can I do? And sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes it's, oh, what if I, you know, completely change this whole thing and I don't even care about this one thing or it's, you know, you have to like. Because you're looking at it over and over again. I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. It's part of my process. It's part of my life. And then you have to sometimes blow that all up and rethink the whole thing from scratch. Mm. And you will find big, big savings that way. And I've done that so many times. It's like I can look at my entire process in homebrewing and go, what if I didn't do that at all? And it's like, whoa, holy shit. Can you still make the same good quality of beer and save yourself money or save yourself time? And so I think that and you that, have to be able to reflect. You have to be. It's being very. Sometimes you do things and you assume that you have to. Yeah. And, you know. Exactly. And you don't even know. It's, it's a lot of creative thinking. I'm, I'm interested in that part of it. Now, the biggest reason I think why rich people are cheap mm-hmm. is uh, saving money just becomes a habit. Mm. Um, you, you did these things. When you were nothing, when you had no money, you're a nobody. Yeah. And then time passed. Yeah. You went to work, you whatever. And now you're a millionaire and you still shop at Old Navy. You know? <laughs> and, well, and, and, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, though. The big habit there is once you have money, you want more. And it becomes yeah. like a kind of a natural instinct to continue that path. So the habit of saving money is a the habit. Doors it opens. Yeah, so all, I mean, like, they're they're like I'm seeing all this money that I'm saving for a home, right? And now I'm like, well, hold on, <laughs> I have this. I have this money. This is cash. It's available to me. Do I? Am I going to lose all this in a home, or can I go do something cooler? Like you know, I started to re- you know, and it's like uh, it's almost like I'm sitting there going, I don't even know if I want to spend this because I have it now. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of weird. 
Which kind of makes me feel like I was right like two points ago. Perhaps. Perhaps. But the, the thing is, like, it depends on what matters to you. It's right. It's a big all these gray areas, right? It's 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 not one size fits all. For sure. But I think the I think like that kind of drives it home is that um it was a long slog to get to be a rich person. And just because an extra comma appeared mm-hmm. in your net worth or whatever, you didn't change. Yeah. That's good. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, change is good sometimes. Are you still an asshole? Yeah. Okay. We well, didn't change. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now we just have a rich asshole. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's, um, yeah, slow and steady wins the race. And there are ways to do it. And it's funny that it's, it really comes back to how interesting it is that rich people are cheap because they were, they had to be because 81 or 80% of them made their money themselves. So, and they did it over the long term. And so, you know, people who make money fast end up doing those baller things where they buy the big houses and, you know, the fancy Two cars, cars and shit. Once. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like, I'm not, I didn't become a millionaire overnight. Uh, I'm also not a millionaire, but I've, I definitely have more money than I did when I was 25. And I don't own a brand new place. I don't own a BMW. I don't have those things that I was doing back then. And I think that if I end up ever becoming a millionaire, I still won't have those things because those things no longer hold value to me like they did back then. So. Yeah, I think it's constantly being self-aware, checking in on yourself, realizing what you think is is valuable and not, and investing in those things that you think are valuable and that bring you joy in life and completely getting rid of the things that don't and constantly reevaluating that at every turn. Mm. Do I really like this? Is this really worth it? You know, can I is there another way? Is there a better way? Is there a cheaper way? Is there a faster way? Um and, you know, constantly optimizing because that's what millionaires do. Optimizing, growing, and all of that slow and steady. Over 32 years. No, 32 years. Strap in because it's a long, right. slow ride <laughs> through It's a Small World and your kid sister wants to go on it 10 more times. By the time you, you're a millionaire, you would have forgot what it felt like to originally want that goal. Yeah. So that's it, right? That those are all the things. Yep. Uh, do we didn't miss anything? Uh, Want to add anything? Nah, I think right. we're good. Well, if you, the listener, missed anything, we'll have everything in the show notes. Either check your preferred podcast app, or you can visit listenmoneymatters.com/show. And please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts. Tell your friends about us. Point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber as well. And if you have any questions or you have topics that you'd like us to talk about on the future episodes of this show, please email us. Please. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. And of course, all the tools and resources that we normally mention on this show are always available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. That's it. Later, Andrew. Later, man. Please tell your friends about this show. (laughs) 